So we all strive to be organised, right? I mean, it's up there at the top of the wish list, along with a lion and maybe a hot cup of tea. But it's so difficult when you're trying to juggle so many plates all the time. I'm hoping that my guest today may just have the secret. TikToker Emma Roberts is better known as Organised by M by her 100,000 followers. She shares quick wins and easy fixes for everything from school uniforms to kids' wardrobes, and her ideas are fabulous. Welcome back to Brummy Mummies. My name is Zoe Chamberlain. I'm a journalist, author, and mum. I launched Brummy Mummies as a community for families to share with you stories from the most inspiring mums and dads to help you find out how they juggle family life and everything that comes with it. So let's get straight into Emma's tips and suggestions now. Hi, Emma. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Zoe. Thank you for having me. So I love your channel. It's just so full of so many tips that I think, gosh, why haven't I got that in my life already? (laughs) I mean, I think being organised is something that most mums and dads strive for, but it's so difficult when you're trying to juggle so many plates all the time. So what's your secret? Have you always been an organised person? I think so. But I'm a Virgo and by... Oh, me um, too. Oh, are you? <laughs> but I'm not so organised. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're supposed to be perfectionists and I, I really think that I am. I'm very hard on myself. So I think that, um, yeah, I really like to have systems in place Um and I think I've always kind of been that way. I like to, I always call it helping my future self. So just making sure that I make, I'm doing things now to make life a little bit easier in the future for myself. That's a good plan. Yes. And you've got more than 100,000 followers on TikTok. I know. When did you launch your channel and why did you decide to do it? So it's been a couple of years now. It was um, in January 2021. So we were in like the thick of COVID. I was doing homeschool. I was working. And um, TikTok was massive. I think everyone was in that phase of doing like TikTok dances and stuff. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I I started off by sharing a video of um, sort of how I keep the kids' bedrooms organised and didn't mention it to anyone. I just did it. Um, And then I did a video um, of a birthday card file a birthday card folder that um, I do and I do it at the start of every year I just make a list of everybody's birthdays and then um, I tick them off as I go throughout the year and just store all the birthday cards in there just to sort of plan ahead and make sure that I'm not missing anyone's birthdays um, and a I great po- idea I posted it and I remember I did it on the Wednesday morning and forgot about it, like got on with the kids' schoolwork and stuff. And then later that evening, I looked and it had like 25,000 views. So I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) Um, And then it just went from there, that video. In the end, I think it got to just under a million views and it just sort of took off from there and then just shared videos as and when things sort of cropped up. So a lot of the stuff is things that I already do, but then people would comment and say that they they wanted tips on certain things. And I was like, oh, how can we make stuff a bit easier? Um, and it's sort of just grown from there. It's just got bigger and bigger. Brilliant. I love your tips about creating activity packs for car journeys. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Oh, yeah. Um, so my youngest um, used to get really, really car sick. 
um, she's thankfully, touch wood, grown out of that now. But it was just about sort of creating distraction tactics and techniques um, so that when we were in the car, she wasn't thinking about it. She wasn't looking out the window because I think that makes it worse. Um, So, yeah, I remember we were about to go on a a family holiday just in the UK and decided to create these little packs. Um, So just little bits and bobs to keep them entertained in the car. No, like, writing or reading because that would obviously make the sickness worse. Um, But I'd also include little snacks in there too. So they were given to them at the start of the journey and then it's up to the kids to decide when they want to have that snack and when they want to play with that particular toy. And it saves us in the front having to keep constantly like dipping into bags in the front and passing stuff back and forth. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where the thought um, came from. And uh, I tend to do them now for most journeys. Um, Just uh, the kids look forward to them. It's just something fun for them to keep them occupied on the way to wherever we're going. I love that it's... Because I, th- I think so many parents would think, oh, if I give the kids the snacks at the start of the journey, they'll just eat them all immediately and that'll be <laughs> it then. But for you, it's about them managing their own um, time and, and when they're going to have the snacks so that they don't run out before the end. Yeah, I think they learn quite quickly that if they eat all their snacks in one go, then there's there's no more snacks, that's it. Um, so, yeah, they've both got really good at recognising that They'll have like one little snack to begin with and then maybe a little bit further down the line, they'll have another. So yeah, I guess it's giving them that independence to make their own decision. Yeah. And your advice about being organised on school days is fantastic. Tell us about your homework station and your uniform suggestions. Yeah, so the homework station came from... The kids get so much stuff from from school, not necessarily just homework, but letters as well. Um, so what I've done is just created in um, it's in our shoe cupboard, so it's somewhere that we basically go into every single day and see all the time. Um, these little homework stations, which is just a hanging organizer, and I pop in any letters from school, any of the homework that the kids get, so that there's a constant reminder that it needs doing. Um, I've also included on there the different days of the week that they do PE because they do it on all sorts of different days. So it's just a good way of keeping on top of that too. Um, And I keep the kids' book bags there as well, just so everything's in one place. There's no running around in the morning looking for for stuff. And then the, um, the school uniform... So for my eldest, I started a couple of years ago. I got um, a hanging organiser that lives in his wardrobe um, and it's got five different um, little like areas within that organiser that I label by day of the week. And I'm incredibly lucky that our kids' schools, they don't have to wear um, like the school branded uniforms so I can buy all the supermarket uniforms. So I'm able to buy it in multi-packs. So I just make sure that I've got enough for one every day um, so I can wash it all at the weekend, get it ironed, folded, popped away. Um, and I have them all separated by day. So it's got, um, for my son, it has like his underwear in there, his socks and his school uniform for that day. So that after breakfast, he can just take himself upstairs and go and find whatever day of the week it is and get himself ready. So again, it's I think it's creating that independence for him. Um, and then for my daughter, she wears dresses. So um, instead of having the hanging organiser, I actually hang up um, all of her clothes and have hangers with the days of the week on instead so that she can pick out whatever day um, is relevant for her too. 
So is part of it about the kids taking responsibility for themselves? You know, you're helping them to become more independent. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it really helps them um, from the independence point of view. And then for me, it means that I can do their breakfast, help them get ready, but then they can go and pick out their uniform and they, they know that it's Tuesday, so... My son's doing PE, so he knows that it's a PE day. Um, and I think, yeah, it just it gives them that independence and it also helps me as well so that I'm not having to run around and pull different bits out from different places and try and figure out what they're supposed to be wearing that day. Do you think that's something we should always do as parents? I think the trouble is sometimes it feels quicker just to do stuff for them ourselves, but is that where we're falling into the trap? I think, I think it's a bit of two ways, isn't it? Because... They're only children and there's only so much that they can do and that they should do. Um, I think giving them the opportunity to have that independence is really good. I know that like my daughter, she constantly craves it. She is such an independent little thing and she wants to do everything herself. So it gives her that opportunity to do it. And then with my son, who I think would prefer me to do everything for him, um, (laughs) it, it then puts a bit of ownership on him to make sure that he gets ready every day by himself yes I suppose that that's the thing isn't it it's passing on these life skills to our kids so do you think that they see that you're organized in how you live your life and you do you hope that they'll pick up on that it sounds like your daughter certainly has already yeah I mean my daughter she loves cleaning she loves tidying um teachers tell us all the time at school that she's like tidy up champion she absolutely loves it gosh does she want to come around my house (laughs) (laughs) i know it's crazy though whenever they go to my mom and dad's house they destroy the place they just get everything out but um yeah i uh i think that it definitely it definitely instills something in them they see that like we have that i have the systems in place and and like as I say, my daughter, she loves to, to to get stuff ready herself and she loves to keep her bedroom nice and tidy and organised and she knows where everything is. Um yeah, so I think it's um it definitely it definitely is. It is about passing stuff on to them. I think um equipping them with that independent that opportunity to be independent and um and sort of do things for themselves as well. So tell us a bit more about those systems you have in place, like that first video about keeping the kids' bedrooms tidy. I think that every parent will want to know how how you do that. What's your secret? <laughs> um, so I think with the, the kids' bedrooms, I think a big part of it is storage. It's about making sure that there's lots of storage Kids stuff gets everywhere. I mean, Lego, oh my gosh, it's everywhere, isn't it? It just, it's impossible to keep on top of. But I think having the right amount of storage and looking um, at places that you might not necessarily think of. So uh, with both of my kids, we've got loads of storage under their bed. um, And I really like the... I get boxes from Ikea that I can just pull in and out of the bed quite easily. Both of my kids absolutely love teddy bears. Um, so teddies live under the bed in um, storage boxes. Also um, using like storage up high. So for instance, on top of the wardrobes, um, I think that's a really good spot for for um, keeping stuff as well. Um 
I really like labels. I use labels and people that watch my video will see that I label pretty much everything. Um, but I think labels help because it, it shows to the kids where stuff should go as well. Um, when my daughter, she can, I mean, she can sort of sound things out now. So just use worded labels for her now. But when she was younger, um, I used to use pictures instead on like different storage boxes. So if it was for Barbie, I'd put like the Barbie logo on or if my little pony, my little pony logo um, so that she was able to see that and identify that that's where things should live. Um, I think it's impossible for it to be perfect. They're children and they should play and they shouldn't be frightened about making a bit of a mess. But I think that the storage is just a, a really big one. So I have um, in both of their rooms, like little storage bags that they can just throw stuff in at the end of the day, just so the floor's tidy um, and we're able to like, make our way through the bedroom because sometimes the Lego can go everywhere. Um, so yeah, I think it's just about making sure that you've got the right storage and that the kids are able to understand where stuff lives. I try and give everything a home. I think that that's really important too. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you make that part of your day that they'll put everything into that storage bag at the end of the day? Yeah, if by by the time it's bedtime, if everything's not away, then yeah, definitely. And the same, like we, my daughter's got a Barbie dream house and it's too big to live in a bedroom, so it's in our kitchen. Um, and so she's got a big uh, storage bag down there that she has to put all of her Barbies in at the end of the day before she goes to bed. And what about your top tips for keeping the house clean, especially when you've got no time to clean? Oh, I know. It's a never-ending task, isn't it, the housework? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think it's about just doing little and often and trying to keep on top of it as best as you can. So rather than just leaving everything to accumulate, um, to do it all like at the weekend or on a day that you're off work. I think it's more about just trying to keep it generally quite clean and tidy as and when you can. Um, I've created uh, for most of the rooms in our house now, like a little basket that has um, like a microfiber cloth in. It's got um, like a, an extendable reach duster for around the ceiling. It's got anti-bat wipes so that if I'm in a if I'm in the living room and I've got five minutes I can just do a really quick top-up clean and then run around with the vacuum so I think that that's um that's a good tip I think also my house never seems to be cleaner or tidier and I can never do it quicker than if I know that someone's about to come round. if someone's coming around in like half an hour yeah so sometimes I'll set myself little timers so I'll be like right I've got half an hour before I need to pick the kids up what can I do in half an hour? I'm very competitive. So knowing that I'm up against the clock, it does really help me to sort of do more. Um, so I think also using that is a really good technique. Um, just, yeah, where I can find 20 minutes, setting a timer and, and just getting it done. But I think That's a, big a good stuff, idea, that is, because you don't get distracted then, do you? Just stay focused on the task. If you could just set, set yourself aside that time, you can just get it done. Um, and I think just a big one is just, I know that sometimes it can be really difficult. You get to the end of the day and you're like, I'm tired. I just want to go sit down and watch some TV or go to bed. But I think just of an evening, if you can just do as much tidy and putting stuff away as possible I think it really really helps it's nothing better than waking up in the morning to like a nice clean kitchen or tidy kitchen seeing last night's like frying pan or plates and dishes 
think it just sets your day off to a bad start. So where I can, try and get it done of an evening so that, again, I'm being kind to my future self for in the morning. I love that phrase. That's great. (laughs) I think I try to do that as well. But do you think as a result of that, sometimes you don't end up living in the moment because you're always planning ahead, like you you plan something and then rather than just enjoying that moment, you're then thinking about the next thing you've got to plan. Yeah, I guess so. I think what I try and do, though, is I, I think almost the element of the planning ahead helps me enjoy those moments. So, for instance, like when we're in the car, because we've done those kids' activity packs and they can have their snacks as and when, it means that the car inge- the car journey is much more enjoyable um, and like when we're planning for going out for the day, if I've got the bag packed on the evening, then it means that in the morning you can just concentrate on getting everyone ready and out the door. And then we can have a lovely day and we've got everything that we need. So I think the planning ahead almost helps in that way. So I'm helping my future self again um, to enjoy those moments where we're all together and we're having family time. Yes. Yeah. And what about for planning ahead for big events like like Christmas or the school holidays? Yeah, so Christmas, I've already started my Christmas shopping, which I know I makes you some might people go, what? But I think also from um, like a budgeting point of view, I think it really helps. So because I've started it now, obviously that means that I'm not leaving everything till November, December and then having to spend lots of money all at once and it allows me to shop around as well and there's some really good deals out there at the moment like all the toy sales with the supermarkets um I think they all tend to happen like now and in the coming weeks so I think it's always good to plan ahead from that point of view um and I think uh with Christmas as well I don't know if anyone else gets this but whenever we go into a toy shop if we're buying for like someone's birthday or something the kids are constantly asking for things so um I tell them it's going on my Christmas list and we take photos on my phone and then I have folders saved on my phone of the things that the kids have pointed out over the last few months so that that sort of helps build their Christmas list um so yeah I think planning ahead for Christmas always helps and especially you know if the kids want something that's like one of the most sought after toys if you can try and get it early then it saves a lot of headaches and stress in the lead up to Christmas um and then school holidays so I mean the six weeks from a a childcare point of view it can be so difficult can't it with um planning like where the kids are going to go if you've got to work and and just filling their days so um I have a spreadsheet that I set up that almost lays out our whole summer holiday schedule. So I know if there's clubs that they're going to or if they're going to grandparents to be looked after or if, you know, one of us needs to take a day off work to look after them. Um, And it just really helps plan um, what we need to do during those holidays. Yeah, so it all goes smoothly. Yeah. Yes. And I guess it's fun for them as well because then they've got an idea of where they're going and what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. Although um, I don't ever, if we're going on like big days out, I don't tend to tell the kids until it happens. It's just, I don't know why. I've I've just never, um, I think it's because I'm always concerned, you know, if something was to happen at the last minute. Um, So I tend to keep things 
surprises up until we go or until like the day before or whatever so um but yeah it definitely helps us from a planning point of view to know like who needs to be where and what we're doing yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I know you said about kids storage what other ideas do you have for storage around the house like in in the kitchen or in the bathroom yeah so in the kitchen I'm um, a massive fan of decanting um, of big boxes so like cereals for instance they come in such big boxes so I like to put them in storage canisters one it helps keep them fresh and two it's a massive space saver um so I, I do that a lot in the kitchen I also have um in my fridge I have fridge organizers so that everything's sort of split by um like different category and it really helps with keeping on top of um, like use by dates and best before dates. It helps keep the fridge clean as well. So for instance, if like a fruit leaks everywhere, it's only leaked in that small little compartment where the yogurts are kept and it's much easier to keep clean. And again, if I just want to clean like one area of the fridge, it's a lot easier to do. So um, yeah, I'm a big fan of um, decanting and also using organisers in the fridge. And then in the bathroom, um, I absolutely love Lazy Susans. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like the spinning um, spinning circular uh, storage bits. And um, yeah, I use those in the bathroom just because we have so much stuff that we have um, for the bathroom. So just pop it all on there and it's much easier to see in the cupboard and um, sort of be able to take stuff without knocking over five bottles to get things. That's a good idea. Yeah. Is that the same for like the cupboard under the sink? That kind of in the in the in the kitchen, you, that always seems to be chaotic. In yeah, house. yeah. So I use um, lazy Susans in there, and um, I think we're like really struggling for space. Um, places like the Range and B and M are really good for getting um, like little shelf um, shelf units that you can pop in there, so that it creates more space. You know, for like putting your plates on. Um, I also um, use a Lazy Susan for spice jars. So it's just much easier to grab something out of the cupboard than try and find, like, try and go through all those different spice bottles trying to find something. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's so handy. So we have three questions that we ask all of our guests. um, And I'm going to fire them at you now if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. what would be um, two things you would tell your 18-year-old self if you had the chance? Well, first of all, so my partner, Tom, me and him have been together since we were 16. Um, so I'd say, you're going to stick with Tom. Um, you'll be together. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have believed that we'd have two children by now. Um, but yeah, so I think that's probably one. I think it would be um, that just to really like trust in the the plans that I had. So I think when I was 18, I think I always knew that I wanted to do the job that I do now. So um, I think I would definitely say stick on the path because I know that when I went to uni, I was like, oh, is this the right thing? Is this what I want to do? So I'd say definitely stick with that. And what are three things that you love to do every day? What gives you a good start, end and routine to the day? Um, so I wake up so much earlier than everyone else in the house so my alarm goes off like five half five most mornings I love to get up before 
anyone else gets up, the house is nice and quiet. I can have a cup of tea um, and try and get ahead of some of the things that I need to do that day. Um, I love having time with the kids and with my partner. Um, so like over an evening, um, once we've sort of like finished for the day and we've put everything away, just love having family time, um, like just watching TV or on Fridays, we tend to have like movie nights where we'll push the sofas together. Um, so I absolutely love doing that. And I really, yeah, I love the evening when it's a bit quieter in the house, the kids are in bed, we can reflect on the day um, and just, yeah, I guess just feel really grateful for everything that we have. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely, definitely. And finally, what would be your one piece of advice for somebody who's feeling quite overwhelmed by their life and that it's not very ordered and structured at all? I think that... It, like you can make the changes to, to do it. It's really, I think it's about just sort of planning ahead. I know I keep talking about being kinder to your future self, but it really is like, it's really about just putting in place really simple, really, really simple um systems and processes in place gosh that sounds really structured but it is it's about just making your life easier so as I say of an evening once the kids are in bed I'll make sure that the school uniforms are all ready I'll make sure that I can pack whatever I can pack of their lunch boxes their shoes are by the front door their bags are packed and ready so that in the morning we can enjoy our time together and I think that that makes the mornings a lot easier and I think there's so many different things that you can do just by planning ahead that will make your life a lot easier um so yeah I think I'd just say to them that it's very easy to to sort of change, make some of those changes. I know that obviously there's there's bigger things at play sometimes that you aren't able to control, but where you can control things, I think by doing those smaller, simple um, processes just makes life a lot easier. That's brilliant. Great advice there. Thank you, Emma. It's great to chat to you. No problem. Thank you for having me. You can read more about Emma and all of her tips on the Birmingham Live website and on Brummy Mummies on Facebook and Instagram. And you can watch all of her videos for yourself by following Organised by M on Instagram and TikTok. Brummy Mummies is a laudable production which you can download or stream on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Please share this episode with anyone who may find it useful. See you next time.